Welcome to Bedtime Stories with Woodsy. Today we're reading another Dirty Bertie, and this one's called Royal, and is written by Alan MacDonald. Chapter 1. Bertie opened the front door. Gran zoomed past him and burst into the kitchen where Mum, Dad and Susie were having tea. Bertie had never seen her so excited. She looked like she might take off. You'll never guess what, <laughs> she panted. I'm going to meet the Queen. No, you're not, gasped Mum. Yes. Never. I am. Look, here's the invitation. She fished around in her handbag and pulled out a silver-trimmed card with an important-looking coat of arms. Bertie, Susie, Mum and Dad crowded round to look, and it said, Her Majesty the Queen graciously invites Mrs D Burns and guest to a royal garden party at Buckingham Palace. Please dress posh. Oh, goodness, said Mum. A royal garden party? Isn't it exciting? I can hardly wait. <laughs> Susie read the invitation again. And guest, she said. What does that mean? It means I can bring a friend or relative. <laughs> what, to meet the Queen? asked Bertie wide-eyed. Yes, actually really meet her. Yes, actually and really. Bertie could hardly believe his ears. Imagine that, going to a party at the Queen's house. Bertie loved parties and this would be the greatest ever. Think of the food. Royal jelly and king-sized ice creams. Think of the games. Musical thrones, past the diamonds and hide-and-seek with a hundred rooms to choose from. Maybe the Queen would decide to knight him. Maybe she'd even let him borrow her crown for a day to wear to school. Hang on, though. Didn't Gran say she could only take one guest to the party? And she hadn't yet said who it would be. Oh, let me take your coat, Dotty, said Mum, steering Gran into a chair. Are you comfy, Gran? I'll get you a cushion, said Susie. Have some cake, boy. Uh, I mean, Gran, said Dad, cutting a huge slice of sponge. Bertie scowled. He could see what his sneaky family were up to. They wanted Gran to choose them. Well, um, have you decided? asked Mum. Oh, decided what? said Gran. Who are you taking to the garden party? Oh, yes, <laughs> said Gran, as she dabbed her lips with a napkin. Well, it wasn't easy. I've got so many friends, you see. But in the end, I thought, who do I know that's never been to London? Who's never even seen Buckingham Palace? <laughs> Me, yelled Bertie, banging into the table, spilling the cups. Bertie, gasped Susie. Is that a good idea? said Dad. Bertie, meeting the Queen. Why shouldn't I meet her? demanded Bertie. Well, you know, it's just, um, sometimes you forget your manners, boy. No, I don't, said Bertie, grabbing another slice of cake quickly. Of course, there was the time when the Lady Mayoress visited the school. That was a bit of a disaster, but it wasn't easy to shake hands with a bogey stuck to your finger. Still, Bertie was sure he wouldn't make the same mistake with the Queen. She probably had servants to deal with that sort of thing, removing bogies from fingers. Chapter 2 
But he couldn't wait to tell his friends at school. They were going to be so jealous. He waited until break time when they were out in the playground. What are you guys doing next Saturday then? He said. Damon shrugged. Nothing. I've got swimming, said Donna. I've got to visit my auntie, said Eugene gloomily. Oh, only um, I won't be here, said Bertie. I've got to go to London to meet the Queen. They all stared at him, boggle-eyed. And then Darren burst out laughing. <laughs> you, meet the Queen? <laughs> Who are you kidding? Oh, a good one, Bertie, grinned Eugene. For a minute I almost believed you. It's true. She's given a garden party. Me and my gran are invited. Invited to what? Asked a drawling voice. Bertie groaned. Oh, trust no old Nick to poke his nose in where it wasn't wanted. Well, Bertie reckons he's going to go and meet the Queen, grinned Darren. <laughs> oh, very funny, Bertie, sneered Nick. I am. Liar, liar, pants on fire, Bertie. All right, don't believe me then, said Bertie, huffily. I don't. OK, tell you what, I'll bring you back an invitation. Huh, anyone could write an invitation, said Nick. You need to prove that you met the Queen, then I might believe you. Right, I will, said Bertie. I'll get her a photo, then we'll see who's lying. The week went by slowly. As the big day drew near... Bertie's parents gave him lots of helpful advice. Don't mumble and don't slouch, said Mum. And please, please don't pick your nose, boy, said Dad. I'm not going to, sighed Bertie. Anyone would think he had no manners at all. Mum pulled up a chair. All right, let's have a practice. Pretend I'm the Queen and we've just met. Now, what do you say? Um, where's the food? said Bertie. You can't ask the Queen that. Why not? I'll be hungry. You have to make polite conversation, said Mum. Remember to call her Your Majesty. Now, try again. Ahem. Good morning, young man. Good afternoon, Your Majesty, said Bertie. Mum gave him a look. Why are you talking like that? I'll make him polite, you know, what you said. You sound like you've got a mouthful of chewing gum. Speak normally and stop bobbing up and down. I'm bowing, said Bertie. Well, don't. Keep still and talk to me. And hurry up. The Queen hasn't got all day. Good afternoon, your majesty. Um, when do we eat? Mum gave up. There would be hundreds of people at the garden party and with any luck, Bertie wouldn't get within a mile of the Queen. She certainly hoped not. Chapter 3 the great day finally dawned. At ten o'clock on Saturday morning, Bertie knocked on Gran's front door. Gran did a double take. Was this really her grandson? Bertie's face shone. His hair was neatly parted and he was wearing a tie. My goodness, I hardly recognise you, Bertie. You look as if you've been polished. Gran took his picture. Then Bertie took a picture of Gran in her new dress and hat and then they set off for the station. Just after two o'clock, they presented themselves at the palace gates. A man wearing a smart uniform showed them through to the biggest garden Bertie had ever seen. It had wide green lawns, magnificent fountains and statues with bare bottoms. 
Across the lawn, hundreds of people were spilling out of an enormous white tent. Bertie stared. How was he going to meet the Queen with all this lot? Inside the tent, things didn't get any better. He could hardly move without treading on someone's foot or being poked by a handbag. Bertie sighed. Hmm, where was the party food? The royal jelly and ice cream? A waiter passed by with a tray of dainty cucumber sandwiches. Bertie took one and crammed it into his mouth. He would hardly have fed a goldfish. He looked around. This was going to be the worst party ever. Everyone was nearly as old as Gran, and all they did was stand around talking and sipping tea. Worst of all, the Queen hadn't even bothered to turn up. Bertie had been keeping his eye out for someone wearing a sparkly gold crown, but there was no sign of her. At this rate, he would never get a photo. What was he going to tell his friends? Bertie, hissed Gran. What? Don't eat so fast and don't say what, say pardon. But I didn't burp, protested Bertie. He sighed. Can I see if there's any cake? Gran rolled her eyes. If you must, but don't be greedy. Bertie pushed his way through the crowd until he spotted a waiter with a plate of cakes. There were dainty cupcakes, macaroons and lemon slices. He tugged on the waiter's sleeve and started to fill his plate. A voice interrupted him. Are you having a nice time? Bertie turned to see a lady in a pale blue dress with a matching hat. She was about Gran's age but spoke terribly nicely as if she was reading the news or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, said Bertie. One imagines this might not be your cup of tea, she said smiling. Oh, I don't drink tea. I tried it once, but I spat it out. No, I mean the garden party. Are you really having a nice time? Honestly, said Bertie, cramming a cupcake into his mouth. Honestly, Bertie lowered his voice. It's dead boring. There's nothing to do. Ah, said the lady. I see. I mean, look, said Bertie, spraying cake crumbs everywhere. You'd think the Queen would do better than this. There aren't even any balloons or games. She could at least have got a bouncy castle in. The lady seemed to find the idea amusing. People would have to take off their hats, she said. Bertie caught sight of Gran, who seemed to be trying to tell him something. She pointed at Bertie's companion and waved her hands as if she was swatting flies. Bertie had no clue what she meant. He'd only taken four cakes, so he was hardly being greedy. Other people were waiting to meet the lady in the blue hat. She seemed surprisingly popular. Well, I enjoyed our little chat, she said. Tell me, are you fond of dogs? Um, yeah, I've got a dog. He's called Whiffer. I have corgis, five of them. Molly, Polly, Vicky, Georgia and Jemima. Perhaps you'd like to see them. Me? said Bertie. Yes. My footman will show you the way. A man in a black uniform bowed. Bertie wondered why the lady had a footman. Maybe she had bad feet or something. In any case, dogs were much more interesting than people, so he followed the footman out of the tent to a small courtyard. A maid stood waiting with five fat little corgis, all pulling on their leads. Chapter 4 Bertie let the corgis lick the cake crumbs off his hand. You like dogs? asked the maid. 
Yes, do you? I can't stand them. I can't smelly, yappy things. Do you want to hold them for a bit then? Can I? Bertie took the lead from the maid, who seemed very glad of a break. Molly, Polly, Vicky, Georgia and Jemima sniffed around his legs. Oh, by the way, they haven't had their walkies yet, said the maid. I could take them if you like. I'm not doing anything, the maid considered. Mm, OK, just round the gardens though, and keep them on their lead. Bertie set off. He was used to taking Whiffer out for walks, but five excited corgis were a lot more trouble. They pulled in different directions and their leads got tangled under his feet. They crossed the lawn, passing the Queen's garden party. Oops, Bertie stumbled over a tap. Whoosh, a garden sprinkler came on, spraying him with jets of water. Oh, oh, yelled Bertie, letting go of the dog leads. Free at last, the corgis bolted through a flower bed and raced across the lawn. No, come back, yelled Bertie as they headed for the door of the big white tent. He chased after them. The party was still in full flow, but as he reached the tent, he heard a terrible noise. Bertie barged his way through the crowd. He stared in horror. A waiter was lying on the floor, surrounded by broken cups and plates. Five fat little corgis were clambering over him, licking up cream and bits of cupcake. Crumbs, gasped Bertie. The party had fallen silent. The waiter scrambled to his feet and bowed to the lady in the blue hat. Your Majesty, I'm most terribly sorry, ma'am. Bertie gaped. Your Majesty? Then the lady in the blue hat was the Queen. Why hadn't anyone warned him? He'd told her that her party was boring. He'd let her dogs loose and broke her best plates. She'd probably have his head chopped off. The Queen turned to Bertie and raised her eyebrows. Uh, and what do you have to say for yourself, young man? Um, Bertie gulped. He bowed low. Your Majesty, um, would you be in a photo? The following Monday, Bertie's friends were waiting for him in the playground. They hadn't forgotten his ridiculous boast. So, grinned Darren, how was the party? Did you see the palace? asked Eugene. And did you meet Her Majesty? <laughs> jeered Noel Nick. Bertie waited for them to stop laughing. Yeah, actually I did. We had a good chat. Liar! You're making it up. Am I? said Bertie. He reached into his pocket and brought out a photo. Nick stared. His mouth fell open. He turned white, then green. You can keep it if you like, said Bertie. I've got loads. And that's the end of the story. Thank you so much for listening and please come back soon for another bedtime story with Woodsy. Bye for now. <laughs>